1: Mike Valenti's Signature
2: Podcast. All right, this week on Always Aggravated, we've got a couple of different things to hit, including how gross some of our listeners are. Sully's heart got broken again, and it isn't a woman. And I saw a legendary band in concert, and Roberto is fully erect. It's exciting, and it's all next on Always Aggravated. Okay, ladies, so we've got three things I want to cover today, and Roberto, you will have to uh, sit tight for a moment. I wanted to open up with something, give people a little behind the scenes, and I'm pretty sure most shows around the country deal with the same thing we deal with. But, like, we needed to get this off off my chest. If you think that racism is dead, you're insane, Because when we start a show, like here locally on our show, Russell Westbrook was big news yesterday, as the Pistons were actually involved in a rumor, okay? So we talked Russell Westbrook. We talked NBA. And for those who don't know me, I'm a huge NBA guy, immediately... The way our station works, we have Sully and David are on the social medias and then Roberto, outside of looking at porn, is on the ticket text. So and eBay. we have this thing with our station where people can text their thoughts in. So you know those are extremely lucid. But the minute we bring up NBA, you see true colors come out. Because Roberto, you're you're telling you know, you're on the ticket
1: text. And 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 what are you seeing? I mean, if, if it's two minutes into a show, it's 2.02, and you're bringing up Russell Westbrook or NBA, it, all the texts are coming in very, um, I don't even want to say what people are saying.
0: Come on, Roberto, say, say it. it. Great graphic, Just using
1: clean. the N-word. You know. More of this, blah blah blah. NBA oh, no, talk. No. There's like uh, one uh, same I'll, I'll number do who always texts. I'll, I'll I'll do it
2: right since Roberto for no reason is a chicken shit on a podcast. <laughs> oh great, <laughs> more of that N word NBA talk, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, it's 2019. You're three minutes into a show. This is the sports news of the day. You just went N word button. Yup. You people are out there. Yep. Then the opposite will happen. Yes, it does. Then, then the best part, so we go to David, and I don't know if you guys are aware of it. For our local listeners, you are. But for people who have just stumbled on the podcast, you're not. David's black. So <laughs> it, here's, here's what happens next on the other side of it. Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Oh, That white guy can't be talking about the NBA. He hates Westbrook because he's black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. I, I, I don't like Westbrook because he has a terrible contract and shoots 29% from deep <laughs> and is probably physically going to fall apart. But then I don't like him because of race. Uh-huh. And then, David, you're called a Tom for
0: agreeing with me that maybe Westbrook's not the best idea. Of course. That, that's, that always happens with any black athlete when you give your opinion that he's not that great or he, you know, you don't want him here in Detroit or wherever... It immediately becomes, okay, he doesn't like black players or he doesn't like black people. And then when I agree with your opinion, oh he's just a Tom. How dare he? He's just agreeing with the white man. He well, wants yeah, to that, keep his job.
1: The, the one of the main texts you get like once a week is always like, Oh, here's Hatchet agreeing with Mike <laughs> again, big shocker.
0: Guess exactly
3: what I did. You're right. No, but the, we've I've blocked a texture before that kept using the N-word over and over and over. And oh. like he would just he would just send a text like once every minute. And it would be n-word ball or n-word talk or, just or n-word. n-word league, and just and just keep texting. And that's all he would say. Can you can you
2: imagine what that person's life is? I know, like you're literally texting a radio station, and you are hurling the nastiest stuff possible, <laughs> as if it's going out of style. Like that's where I, I don't know. It was top of my mind because now the All Star Game's happening, and maybe <laughs> maybe the angriest and most racially charged fan is baseball fan. I agree with that. Because that's another one. Why aren't you talking about the All-Star game? Instead, you're talking about this this negro sport near <laughs> well, like, yeah, I think I quit, dude. I think
1: there was one time where a guy was sending in racist stuff and Evan who's one of the call screeners here he actually called the number back, and it was a place of business. He just wanted—he was oh. like, "He's like, I don't know who was one of your employees is doing this. You might want to look into that." Yeah, hey, you've got a grotesque racist working.
0: <laughs> or it Just to let you know.
1: And by the way, I'd love some takeout.
0: No, I mean, it's—it's
2: it's unbelievable to me. But you'll get people. What is? What is it with all this basketball talk? Mm-hmm. What about the home run derby? Yeah.
1: Nobody cares about that black sport in your oh, life. Oh yeah, and the other big thing was like. Uh, Why are we we just talking about money, 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 all the money these guys make? You know, it's disgusting.
2: Here's here's a great clue for you if you ever decide to get into this business. You will make exactly no one happy. So let me help you. This is the best advice I can give anybody. You want to get into this business? Let me help you. You ready? (laughs) Fuck them. Just Uh do what you want to do. No, I wasted the first several years of my career actually caring what people think. I'm telling you. You get to a point where you just say, you know, what fuck it i know what's right and what's wrong Mm -hmm. i know russell westbrook's the news of the day nationally and locally now if a collection of racist pigs don't like it Mm -hmm. why would i care about making them happy and even though there's going to be other people who are not going to like it look you just do what you think is right and you go because here's one thing i can guarantee you you will never ever on any topic on any hour, in any day, in any week, in any month of any year, you will never please everyone. You will never please 90%. You won't please 80%. Uh-huh. You won't please 70%. it will never happen. But when we started that topic yesterday, I got to tell you, it is a stark reminder of where we are in 2019. Like, I have always thought racism is extremely fucked up. I've never gotten it. Like, why the hell would I not like David because David's black? That doesn't make any sense. Like I, I I I that doesn't it doesn't jive to me. It doesn't make sense to me. But yet, I do forget. I'm 38. There are plenty of people older than me where racism was very sensible to them. Yeah. And you can tell old habits die hard because they will th- do the things David deals with when they call in or the things Roberto is seeing now and like Roberto's new to the ticket tech, so he's like a he's like a scarred virgin <laughs> said, oh, right now. Oh my, this is what's, this yeah. is what goes on. Oh, my God. <laughs> what on earth? I'm just trying to shop for Jethro Tull records.
1: You know, the other thing, too, is just finding coherent sentences and comments. And, you know, that's that's really harder than anything else. Well, why just, do you think? You know, why do you oh, th- oh, I
2: mean, I can't imagine what Sully's uh, seeing on Twitter where people uh, <laughs> Twitter is almost like being at the bar after five drinks. It's that's why I left it. It's just chaos. There's no point in any of it. You can't people communicate are so with anyone. extreme
3: one way or the other. Well, it's, never, sure, it's never
2: just something rational. Well, right, like okay, so the that was the best part too is like <laughs> you do topics like Westbrook that are so charged up and, mm-hmm. and I try to do a good job of, hey, I don't want this player, but here's why. And and really I didn't spend much time on, oh, I don't like his attitude, or he doesn't get along with anybody. It's simple. For the last five years, the dude has shot under 30% from three. The guy is a high volume, low efficiency player. He's a high usage, low efficiency player. His game is predicated on athleticism, and that's really not going to be a good thing into his 30s. And oh, by the way, here's the numbers on the contract and why it doesn't align with your books. You know what the average guy does? <laughs> You don't like him because he's black. Okay. Yeah, that sounds pretty racist to me. <laughs> right, but it's like, and mind you, I've always said I like Russ. I just don't want him on my team. But yeah,
3: topics like yesterday, or hell, I mean, it, it, and that's it, that's not the first time people have said, oh, well, just because he's black. How about I don't know when Jim Caldwell was coaching here, and how many right. people would call right. in and say, oh, you're criticizing Caldwell because he's black. Right. I you're got right. a fucking guy who can't, he
2: can't remember how many timeouts
1: he has, but I don't <laughs> like him because he's black. Right? No, I didn't like him because he wasn't smart. I don't like him. It's, it's quite the opposite. It. It's the extreme opposite. Mike doesn't like any white NBA player. <laughs> there it is. I don't like anybody. Yeah. I hate everyone. I hate myself.
2: <laughs> Look in the mirror. I cry. All right, so I want to move on to more relevant things, but before I do that, I want to take a quick time out to tell you about our presenting sponsor, the D Las Vegas. Now, they got everything you need. The D completely renovated. You can enjoy all the comforts of a Vegas hotel without missing out on the gaming and the nightlife, and yes, Roberto, the drinking. And if you're a fantasy football player, listen to this. The D is hosting 2019 fantasy football draft parties. For 40 bucks a person, you get your own man cave, four hours, minimum eight people. You can add a food package to it. Discounted room rates You get four big screen TVs Private cocktail service. You get the works If having your fantasy football draft in Vegas Sounds like a good time Let me give you a, let me give you a little number here 702-388-2200 That's 702-388-2200 And remember It's the D.com to book your stay today. The D.com, the D. Las Vegas. It is your home for sports in Vegas. All right, more relevant issues other than people being racist and never happy. Um, Let's talk Sully's misery momentarily, because this (laughs) has become a tradition like none other. Yeah. It's you getting rejected (laughs) for the Masters lottery. Now, what I found stunning, you're only 26. Yep. This is the eighth year in a row you have tried this. Yeah, because you have
3: to, the eighteen. You have to be eighteen to do it, and you've done this every year. Every first year I could get uh, eligible to do it,
2: I did. And, and now you got the heartbreak weeks after this year's tournament. They do the drawing for next year. Yep, that's how that works. Correct, yep. and you again.
1: Got
3: rejected. Yeah. So, uh. They know what? that you're white, right? It's gotta be, yeah. It's, it's, you'd think that I'd get in, right? Yeah, here, for our Russell Westbrook fans. <laughs> oh, stop. Yeah,
2: no, 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 here, here. Yeah, for this racially charged program. <laughs> yeah, well, I that. wouldn't be surprised if they
1: rejected yeah. David. <laughs> I mean, Michael Ooh. Sullivan, that's wow. a pretty, uh, you yeah, yeah. Know, it's a regal type name. That he sounds should be able like to get like in in this a, a good, God
2: fearing yeah. Irishman. Let him <laughs> yes. into the
1: Masters. But David Hall, <laughs> oh, we don't want any of that.
3: Oh, no, <laughs> oh, now, what are the odds of landing these? Have dude, you done the research? I've, I like, asked people. I've looked it up online. And there's some people who say, most people say, oh, dude, I waited uh, 15 years and finally got them. Or I waited five years or six years. I have waited eight. Of course, some people claim the first year I got them. But, dude, it's just so tough to get these damn tickets. I got the email this morning. And it uh, just pissed me off that another year goes by where I put in for practice round tickets. I put in for tournament tickets can't get any and i'm just hoping one of these years i'll i'll be lucky to get them yeah but, but what are the odds has this been uh, calga how many people apply for it oh
2: I, I mean hundreds of thousands i'm sure it's see yeah, my do. buddy got them this year but he got the practice round which Still. who cares no wouldn't you find that more insulting i would prefer the tournament itself yes you get you get all hyped up like oh my god they accepted me and then you read down and it's like for the practice round well who gives a shit <laughs> Basically, the practice round is an invitation to go to the merchandise store, Mm -hmm. spend $1,000, and what? (laughs) Say you were at the Masters while you bang out a $2 pimento cheese sandwich? It's
0: like going to training camp practice. Like, you're not really getting anything, are you? So,
3: I looked up, like, the odds just now, and people are... There's, like, all sorts of people saying, well, this information's never out. No one really knows how many... Just give me an idea. Doesn't even say. I mean, you're talking just a... Probably a long, long shot to get tickets. Um... I don't know, but I've also heard you can just go down there and scalp them, but they're really weird about that. What do you mean? What do you mean? You can go down to Augusta? No, like if they them? find out that you're reselling tickets in any way, they will just ban you and put you on a list and never <laughs> let you back in. What is this? The KGB? So, uh, no, no, but to no, to, to no, be honest no, with you, and, and I'll say this: I probably, should, I probably shouldn't say this on record, but I'll say this: I also. Oh yeah, because they've got your picture <laughs> down at the no, master's no, no, lodge. No one, no them. They'll find a way to, to hear this and track you see it. See this and,
2: kid with the overly large forehead <laughs> and the grandiose opinions. I actually, Fuck him.
3: I actually, it's one per household. I actually put in a different household to put in my parents' house and my house to. Try to double oh up. I here, still never get them. here.
2: Here, do, do, I'll do you a favor. You want me to apply? Yeah. I'll get my whole
0: family to apply I for it. you. I, yeah, none yeah, of us will use them. All of our families them. will apply. Well, Mike, I, I can't apply
3: be, for you. There shouldn't you, be anything in sports <laughs> this tough to get. Yeah, but, even if you have to pay an upcharge for it, you should be able to get them. But even Mike, I could,
2: I could win tickets to this for Saturday or Sunday. Wouldn't go.
3: I'd, ab- yeah. I'd absolutely. Abso- you know, I, was-
2: I would find a person in my life who who would have died to have gone, yeah. and I would just give them to them. I don't care, but I don't know anything in sports that's this difficult. Dude. Like it used to be, like uh, Green Bay Packer tickets yeah. used to be that way. It yes. was a waiting list. Like the Giants had a waiting list. Steelers had a waiting list. Right. Those days are done. Yep. I mean. World Cup tickets are not this hard to get. You can plan ahead. You can buy, you know. Hey, I want to follow the Netherlands or I want to follow France, and yep. you buy a, you know, the 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 round robin round ticket. You know, Kentucky Derby tickets—they're not this hard to get. They're a pain in the ass. They're expensive, but they're not
3: hard. The Masters—you seemingly can't get your hands on. Oh, that's the thing too. Even if you have the mindset, of, hey, I'll just buy, resell, and I'll I'll pay an upcharge for them. Still, you're going to either pay a huge upcharge and then it carries the risk of them finding out, not letting you in, banning the other person.
0: So if I go to the local Cracker Barrel down there to sell my tickets to someone that wants to go, why's it got to be Cracker Barrel? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Southern oh. event, right? It's a
3: Southern event. Um, you, could. they can find out. You could. I don't you appreciate know. that language. Yeah. You could, but they find ways to like track the numbers on the tickets, and they're really. Do they ask for it. your
1: social security number when you apply? Um, they maybe, had him. I maybe can. they're doing
3: background no, checks. No, they I had, think
2: had they him send do, the yeah. urine sample. I think they do. They <laughs> send the social cup security. in the envelope. Wow.
3: Yeah, yeah, dude, it's it's tough. But one of these years, I'm hoping I'll get that email. How many years are you gonna do this before you break down and just buy the goddamn things? I'm I'm gonna look more into that this year and see how, how old were you it eight cost. years but ago? There's always the he risk was eighteen.
0: Of, Thanks
3: for doing the math, the risk, Roberto. Though, there's the risk of them not letting you in after you paid all this money, which is something you don't deal Wait with. Wait a with minute, so hold Bowl on, tickets. hold on, hold on. How would they know
2: when you? So if 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 Roberto won the tickets and. Let's say he gave them to his good pal, Mike Sullivan. Mm-hmm. They're
3: not going to let
1: you in
3: because you're not him? That's how that yeah, it's works? That's got to be
1: the name on the ticket, right?
3: It's something to do with, yeah, like I'm reading an article on Yahoo from last year. Augusta is really cracking down on reselling Masters tickets. Um, they but how have, did they even know money they're was They're calling exchanged. the whole resale process uh, dishonorable. <laughs> It's dishonorable.
0: <laughs> no,
2: you know what's dishonorable? dishonorable? Not having black people or women at your <laughs> golf course. <laughs> yeah, you should not go now. That's dishonorable. <laughs> oh, but that's all right. You sell low price ham sandwiches.
3: I mean, are you kidding me with some of these people? Dishonorable. Okay, so the seller, they're really correct now. The seller could lose their future ticket privileges. The buyer could be stuck with an instantly invalidated badge that won't scan past the front gate. Oh, my God. These have always been the rules. They just appear to be rarely enforced, but now they're being enforced even more. See, David, I got to be honest with you. When I
2: hear stuff like this, you know what it makes me want to do at an event like this? (laughs) not go yeah same here this makes me never want to bother i mean i i get that it's a magical mystical thing this is a pretentious
0: event here but but we've created this monster
2: people have created this monster where this golf course can behave in the manner
1: they behave what would you love to have if you went there? What would you buy? What would
3: be the a, best
2: oh, thing you please. could he buy. The whole, well, the are so
3: cheap too with the, the sandwiches and the beer and all that. But and let's be clear here too. Yes, it's it, the Masters. This is not normal for golf. Whether it's the Rocket Classic we had here a couple weeks ago, whether it's the PGA Championship, the U.S. Open, they don't behave like this. <laughs> this is just the Masters that's this ridiculous about it. So why, why
2: do you want to be a part of extreme white privilege so badly? I just want to go to the Masters,
3: man. That's all. It's important. Want to go to the Masters one time? I want to get in touch with my Southern roots.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's the, why you
3: go to Cracker Barrel. There's <laughs> <it's> not all <laughs> white people there. Come on.
2: <laughs> no, my my point to you is this: at, at, when you go down, here's what I will tell you. My buddy went down there. He said the merchandise store oh, is yeah. a machine.
3: Oh, it is. Yeah,
2: it's a machine. Like they, they are. I think he told me they make a hundred grand an hour <sighs> from the beginning of that week. Till the close. It's a hundred thousand dollars an hour. So
3: it's 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 actually, and this was Darren Revelle posted this last year. I remember I know what you're referencing. According to Darren Ravel, the pro shop at Augusta rakes in eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars an hour. Pardon me. Get oh, the fuck out of here. Isn't that crazy? Eight fifty an hour? Yep. Oh, oh, and I forgot
2: because you can't buy it online. <laughs> if you want, uh, and don't With worry, little, uh, don't worry. My buddy wore his masters. masters polo the first time I saw him when he got home. Like, oh, you, you, you proud of yourself?
3: You happy? <laughs> but it makes
1: <laughs> you got that silly little flag
2: in there. Okay, <laughs> here you go. no,
1: you don't have to. Here, you, I'm on eBay right now. Sorry, I can get you one for like twenty eight bucks.
3: Can you, Masters? Yeah. <laughs> But that ain't real. So, yeah. that, that Why is it shipping from Beijing? <laughs> <laughs> that Dolphs number's International so high. Game. It's so high because of what we just talked about. It's so tough to actually get a ticket down there. So if you if you know someone that's going down there, what does that turn into? Hey, let me give you some money. Here's a, here's oh, a yeah. hundred bucks. Buy, he something went me, down, buy something from me. Buy something for me. Buy something for me. He went down with a shopping list.
2: Yeah. He had to buy for his entire family. Mm-hmm.
3: So one person spending... A, a price with a comma in it. If how you're many, that how many
2: more years until you purchase tickets? Because you're not going to win the lottery. Just give up. How many more years? I mean, my buddy's forty. It took him his whole life oh, to win the lottery. Man.
1: He's already eight years in. Might as well just keep going. No, but why not? I'll break, still be on the list. Why yeah.
2: not
0: break down and just buy
3: them while you're young? Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: while That's what's it's have to while happen. it's worth. You can it. enjoy it. Yeah.
3: You know, All right. But, weekly badge for next year's 2020 Masters online again. The risk of resale, but online. Starting at 18 grand. No, 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 I just want one day. Practice round tickets starting at seven, eight hundred bucks. No, I need
2: something better. Um, How about Thursday?
3: A Thursday to Sunday, Thursday or Friday badge, 4,500 bucks. Look at even resale. I know wow, Thursday alone. $3. Thursday alone. First day of the tournament. Twenty three hundred. That's one. I match. mean, like, I mean, it's
2: it is what it is. Yeah, I, people years. people can do the math on things. Whatever. Like, yeah, I've gone to the derby several times. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's not expensive. But like, it gets to a point where you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. You know, like I every year I talk to my wife about it. I talk to a couple of close friends, people who love horse racing like I do, and it's like, I mean, we could, but nah. Let's put the money towards something else. Like, I guess the Masters. If you're going to do it once,
3: yes, once. Bucket list. Yeah. Here's and
2: here's the key. And I know Roberto is literally. I can I can hear the vomit coming up his esophagus. <laughs> Unlike Roberto, you don't have a wife and children. Unlike David, you don't have a wife and children. If you're ever going to do it. Do it. Do it now. Oh, yes. Look, the money's absurd, but no one else has to understand it except you. Right. If the Masters is the one sporting event that you need to see before you die, then do it. Because I'm telling you what's going to happen. The longer you live and the older you get, the more you begin to rationalize money. That's the truth. The more it, it becomes ROI, Right. Now you're at least at a point where all it is, is money. Mm-hmm. You know, Roberto's got two kids and a wife. David's got two right. kids and a wife. I got a wife. We all got responsibility. Bro, if you're going to do this, yeah, stop fucking around with the lottery. Point. Save your money up. Yes. Stop going out getting fucked up every weekend. <laughs> you're spending $200 at the bar every weekend. It's $800 a month. I mean, bro, bro, just drink a little less, and you'd have two Masters badges.
3: Yes. Well, and that's the thing, though. It's, it, yes, 2300 bucks. call it. You do have to worry about resale. But how I would also say that is if I'm going to pay that money, you know what 2300 bucks is? I can I can go to Pebble Beach and play the damn course. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of thing. Well, then do, weigh you your options. Yeah, then you got to figure it out, man. I know,
0: but
2: yeah.
3: I, the it, point it's is, now is the list. time in your life to do
2: this, because if you wait look Look at Roberto does he look happy <laughs> look at this poor man what?
1: that's he, how much he, he spends on vinyl every he year hasn't, oh, Roberto
2: <laughs> hasn't done anything he's wanted since 2003
1: no that's really true I mean that's, I'm glad that I you know there's times where I spent a lot of money on concert tickets to see certain bands and I'm, I'm glad ago, I did yeah. oh that was nothing compared to what I used to do well, like, oh, yeah. I'd be like front row to see the Rolling Stones and, and Roberto so. is your example even without and I'd kids be, and then I'd be eating ramen for six
0: months <laughs> right <laughs> even without kids though you do have to even convince your wife so you're right do it now please go out and have fun
2: I think my advice to you is stop screwing with the lottery you gave it 8 years you (laughs) gave it the better part of 10 promise yourself that if you do this for 2 more years right Mm -hmm. 10 years of lottery that year 11, you're just going to buy these damn things. Yeah, I can I can promise. You You that, yeah. need to do it. I know it's
1: important to you. I mean, yeah. you, dude, you look like you're about to cry when we started this
2: topic. Oh, it
3: sucked. Okay.
1: Maybe you're not trying hard enough. Maybe you need to write like a heartfelt letter to yeah. go with your application. Get my, get the,
3: uh, your local <laughs> congressman to sign it or something, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Like
1: like you're applying to the service account. Come on. You got to get
2: creative. Uh, quick time out, tell you about big power and they're doing it again. And look, you don't want to pay their high rates and their increases. Pay yourself, go solar. Power Home solar makes it easy to switch to solar. Hook you up with battery storage with your installation. So, when the longer days produce more energy than you use, no problem. You store it, use it later. Own your power, don't rent it. Power Home Solar, number one residential solar provider in Michigan, one of the top solar installation companies in the nation. Power Home installs American made panels. 30-year warranty. You can own your power, not just rent it from the power company. And as an official partner of the Lions, they have installed solar panels at Ford Field and Allen Park. They are building a movement towards cleaner, greener energy. And if you want to find out if solar's right for you, go to powerhome.com. That's powerhome.com or give them a call today, 1-800-SOLAR-15. That's 1-800-SOLAR-15. Get your free consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it. With help from Power Home Seller, So, Roberto, you just had a hell of a good segue there. You mentioned what you used to spend on concert tickets. Now, <laughs> I did something nice for my wife. I am not an Aerosmith fan, okay? I'm not. I, I, I don't hate them. I also don't care about them. They had a couple songs in the 80s and 90s that, Hey, I'm Matt Pinfield up next,
1: Crazy. My point but is... But you can respect him as one of the yes. top-selling American rock and roll groups of all time. I can already tell he's about to get preachy <laughs> and arrogant.
2: It's a music topic. Yes. I can even
3: name some Aerosmith songs.
2: Yes, I can. And, and yes, I understand yeah. oh, their catalog geez. goes back to the early 70s. That's Pop, right. I, I get it. That's right. But I, I, this was a big thing for my wife's birthday coming up. I said, okay, I'm going to hook this up. I got a couple of buddies who like Aerosmith. They were going to bring their wives. I... Wanted to hook this up. Now, I I, I don't want to embarrass this person here, but I had a very good contact locally, and I will thank that person privately. Um, I was able to get a sick hookup on tickets. So we were like eight rows from the stage. I have some thoughts. Now, for one, why does any band, the age of Aerosmith, okay, where every guy is 70 and older, Mm -hmm. why, why would you still be doing this? For all the years, like, next year, Aerosmith will celebrate their 50th anniversary as a band. 71 years old. Steven Tyler looks great, by the way. I mean, he doesn't have those old man nipples or little old man boobie. His skin is tight. Like, I, I, he's probably on a voodoo regimen, whatever it is. Steven Tyler looks unbelievable for being 70. And you know he's still getting laid. And you know he's got more
1: money than yeah, God. that's
2: what keeps you young. Well, you know what? I said that to somebody who was like, "Wow, seventy-one man. I wish I could look that great." I go, "Yeah, but you're not a billionaire, and you don't get laid by a different chick every night, so <laughs> you can't look that way." Yeah. The point is, my first question: They're doing a Vegas residency, and it's every night. What What are you doing? <laughs> what help me with this? Because I know you're a kiss guy. What
1: they don't they don't need the money. Well, yeah, because if, if if you look here at the dates they played around the time that you were there. It was June 27th, 29th, July 2nd, July 4th when you were there. Then they did the 7th, they did the 9th. I mean, it's every two days they're playing a full show. And wow. I'll tell you this, we can get to more of it later. I don't know how that drummer is doing a show every two days because that drummer looks like he's about to die. We well, had yeah, Joey Kramer is... Um, they need to get that man off stage. They've been using... Other drummers, I guess, during this residency... They need to get that um, man off stage.
2: <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> Does and he I, sound good? No, no, he, he, he doesn't move. He just move. looks bad. No, he doesn't move. He can't move his arm. Now, I don't know what health problems he has or doesn't have. I'm not being insensitive. I'm saying... If you're Aerosmith and Steven Tyler is dry humping a mic stand and making out with women well, that and stimulating sex of- with a water bottle and squirting it all over Aww, everyone, and jo- he's all over the place. He had a great time. He's yeah. all over the place. Joe
1: Perry is out there ripping it up on the guitar. Now, that's another guy, too, who's had a lot of health problems. He's been hospitalized. Guess he's what? Uh, Guess what? He put on a fucking three-piece suit yeah, and started wrecking yeah. no, guitars so my point is
2: all these other guys are doing their business (laughs) and then you go back there and they got Teddy Ruxpin on the drums he can't move he can't move his arms there's no way he was playing those drums
1: I don't believe it luckily with technology today they have these things called like drum triggers so uh the drums that you're hearing coming out of the PA system are not really what he's playing. Correct. Well,
2: right, because he can literally yeah, his... this is what it looked like. So you it's ready? lip-syncing. Ready? Mm.
0: You tell me
2: how in the middle of uh, whatever song that is they keep saying no more,
1: no more. It would be called no more, no more. Oh, okay, great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> song,
1: song that begins with bump-bump. No, yeah. ready? Here, Here's what it looks like. You ready, guys? <laughs> right, so basically what you can do literally is...
2: Literally just kind of...
1: Tap a tap, like so
2: that toy with the bear. This and the trigger drum. Yes. triggers a sample, yes. yeah,
1: and the sample can be like crazy loud.
3: That's the same thing as lip syncing, isn't it? A, it's a the little same bit. exact thing.
1: Uh, yeah, they got to get him off stage. And so I'm sure was, some of the vocals are probably sampled. Right. I'm sure okay. all the background
2: vocals are now, sampled. yes, some of it you could tell that was happening, but I will give Steven Tyler credit. He did do a lot of singing. That's good. He a plus entertainer. Joe Perry a plus entertainer. The drummer was regrettable. And again, I don't know if this man is dealing with health problems, so don't give me this bullshit about being insensitive. I wouldn't
1: be able to identify Joey Kramer in a lineup. My man is so underrated. My man, Brad Whitford. I got to give him a clap. Who? He's the other guitar player in Aerosmith. The guy that gets no love, no press. no. What, do you nothing? know him personally? <laughs> How much money is Aerosmith worth? Uh, I looked at it. It says Steven Tyler's worth $130 million. That's it? Joe Perry's worth $120 million. Wait a minute. Time out. Maybe time they
3: out. did need the money. I yeah, think they did. what?
1: Hold on. You mean to tell me. That Kevin. Remember der- he did American Idol. He, he didn't have to do
2: that, but, yeah, but he I assumed, needed the money. I assume they were paying him 20, wow. 30 million bucks and to do these it. These
3: Vegas residencies make a ton well, of money. I'm glad yes, you said this. Do. This was shocking to me.
2: Was and I know Roberto wants to talk about some of the songs they played. And like I said, listen, I'm not making fun of they did a really good job entertaining. And as someone who doesn't care about Aerosmith or know a bunch. They had this really cool documentary that served as the intro to them coming on stage, and it was like 25 minutes long, but it was high production, super cool. I learned a lot, hmm. and I'm like, wow. What did you it's, learn? Well, like, uh, th- like Steven Tyler told this story of him tripping on acid at Woodstock 69, and huh. how one of the band members walked up to him as he was tripping, thinking toasters were falling out of the sky, <laughs> really never knew about it. How he was in a band, and I forget the name of it, the band Folded, he didn't have anything. He went to some, like, crab shack where Joe Perry's the guy who's doing the French fries. Right. That's how they meet. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of shit, I never would have known that. Now, my wife knows all of it. I mean, that's—Aerosmith is her deal. She's loved them since she was a little kid. But, like, dude, you sit there, and you start to realize the assembly line— of, of how this is set up, so they have the pre-game, pre-game, pre-concert merchandise. Yep. Then they have the original Aerosmith van that was on that TV show um, with the tall American guy. Pickers. Yeah, that guy. Um, and you could take a picture with it. Yeah, for what? Fifty bucks? Don't know. Would yeah. never happen. <laughs> then, then they got the memorabilia store, and it's not just T-shirts. They got the photography area and did to do. And you know, when you buy tickets, they have the meet and greet, and they got. They had seats. Now, we were seven, eight rows from the stage. But they had seats on the stage in, like, a little bullpen area. And, you know, that was for a cost. And Steven Tyler brought some girl out of the crowd by name and sang to her. Oh, Daddy had to spend some serious got uh-huh. all on that. Everything's he, for sale. There's well, a price For any
1: experience you want, well, then it's available.
0: Then after
1: the show,
2: any
3: experience got Roberto
2: <laughs> show photos that were taken at tonight's show. Uh huh. You told me a story about how Kiss will sell the clothes off their
1: fucking back yep. from that show. They'll sell the guitars they played they'll sell the boots that they wore they'll sign it and for like 25 grand you can have this guitar or, oh my gosh. You know, this, this,
2: printing money it's but just my question is, see Sully brought this up and I I, I have a number in mind that these residencies in Vegas th- there's no way that per show they're not bringing in several million dollars. there's no way easily.
1: I don't know, but I just know that it's probably a big overhead. The money's got to go five ways. The money's got to go to management. I didn't it's gotta go say to...
2: everybody gets a couple each. <laughs> yeah, I said exactly. in total, yeah. if you're doing a 60 show run in Vegas yeah. and each show's producing $4 million, you've created a quarter of a billion dollars. Then we get into the overhead and chop, yep. chop. But my point is at 71 years old, with a net worth of... I am shocked. I honestly thought Steven Tyler would have had a half a bill. The point is, I don't know that I'd be out there doing what these guys are doing. I mean, they got to have a cardiologist stage side. Because Steven Tyler... I mean, Joe <laughs> Perry, they are... They're, they're, they're sweating through their clothes. Mm-hmm. They are... I can barely do some of the moves Steven Tyler was doing. And he's out there, and he's signing babies and breasts, and, and he's doing it all. He's 71... Wouldn't you be on the beach? No? Am I wrong for
0: how, saying how that? How many
3: people does this place see? 5,500. Okay, so even right there, if you assume, I don't know, 500 bucks a ticket? If you assume well, an average. An from the highest average,
1: to the lowest
2: and right, put Mike, it together. Even, even if it's Mike.
3: 500 bucks a ticket, that's, that's Mike, let me just under question. 3 million in tickets just there.
2: Let me, let me ask you a question. You think I came on the pod without doing a little bit of that research? <laughs> what do you think? 5,500? Mike. You're, you're, you're right in the wheelhouse. That's why yeah. I said four million bucks a show oh. times the 60. What, what do you think? I just come on here and flapping the breeze? I mean, of course. No, yes. I was just
3: thinking of tickets alone.
2: Yeah, I know, but that's my point. Is you? I, I give you a minimum. I think they could create a quarter of a billion dollars. Yes. I just never knew. Like you said, they got screwed early in their career.
1: Yeah, they were signed to a management deal from, you know, 73 to the mid 80s. Where it was, you know, the, the, the their manager made more money per play of their songs than they did.
0: That happened a lot back then. Uh, yeah, a lot. So, so Dream On doesn't help them.
1: No. And I don't know, well, I don't know if that's been reverted back. I don't know if that manager had died or how that stuff works. But as, as far as like 10 years ago, no. You know, because even Steven Tyler said in an interview that... Dang. The ma- he would talk he still talks to that manager to this day and he'd be like, Well, that's just the way things were back then. That's the way the contracts went back then. And he's like, Well, why don't you give some back now? <laughs> well, he but, won't. but but the thing is, like I, I guess when I see
2: a rock band like and a lot of the great bands are in this age demographic mm-hmm. We're just not gonna see great rock bands moving forward. It's the iTunes it's the Spotify, it's the hit single, it's the SoundCloud generation. We're not going to have big time bands. But when you see Billy Joel who's a hundred, or you see U2 who's getting up there in age, you see Aerosmith who's up there in age. You know, you see you see the Eagles who are up there in age. Look, I just wonder how and why you're doing it. I mean, I guess there is part of it. If you stop, it's like when coaches stop coaching, they it's, die. Yeah. But like yeah, going out on that stage and having a place sold out and people going crazy, I would imagine that's a drug. There's, well, no there's a lot of
1: pressure, too, because if you're a band like Aerosmith or Kiss or, you know, they have to put on a show. These guys have, have you know, sort of costumes and they're running around, like, where the Eagles could probably play forever because they could just sit on bar stools on stage. Right, it and could look like MTV Unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> <you know. laughs> These guys could look, look like they're in a coma
3: and still play, you know
0: what I mean? Well, well, I'm I, sure
3: some of them need the money, but overall, it's just, I don't think they just, they don't want to give it up. Is that what it is?
0: No, it's got to be the money. No, that's what I'm saying.
3: In, in our industry too, with broadcasters no matter,
1: not wanting to give it up. No matter how much money you have, it probably keeps you up at night knowing there's all that out there to be grabbed, and you're gonna say no. But then why doesn't Aerosmith just record a new album? Because albums don't sell anymore. No one buys they albums don't. anymore. Yeah, but it uh, as a legacy if, band, if, no. If Aerosmith put out a new album today, it would lose money. It would tank. Yes.
3: Okay. Okay, well, let's talk about Coppercraft Distillery for a quick minute. Now, look, if you haven't heard of Coppercraft Distillery, check them out online. Coppercraftdistillery.com. They're also all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all your social media outlets. They're going to be on really, really good products, and they're a fantastic Michigan product over in Holland, Michigan. When you're down at Comerica Park this summer, make sure you swing by the right field bar and try out Coppercraft for yourself. Now, look, we already know about their their award-winning bourbon and their whiskey but don't forget, they have some new canned cocktails that Coppercraft sells that are really, really good. It's perfect. You don't even have to mix a drink or anything. It's a canned cocktail, literally, just like a beer can. It's a canned cocktail, and you can get some fantastic drinks, just like gin and tonics, or their new whiskey lemonade cocktail is becoming really popular as well. Coppercraft Distillery, learn more. CoppercraftDistillery.com, and of course, swing by when you're at Comerica Park this summer. Coppercraft Distillery. In Holland, Michigan,
1: you had a pretty good set list here. From what I'm looking at, I mean, go ahead, run through it. Pretty, I, uh, there were a mixed a lot of old, new. Well, there were Very, a, uh, new. Define new. Well, not too much new. What's which is good for me. I don't like new ten years what? ago. What's new? What's their last I album? C- I consider new would be like. Uh, crying or living on the edge. That's
2: 25 <laughs> years ago. What? That's the
1: best new? Stuff. Yeah, when you're paying the amount of money people are paying for these tickets, they want to hear the classic they shit. They want to hear the hits. Right. I get it. There were a couple
2: songs I didn't know. They even had one where Joe Perry was the front man. Right, and my. that's
1: pretty cool. That Those are like the rare sort of B-side stuff. There's stuff like uh, Last Child, Seasons of Wither, and that's sort of real deep dive stuff. No,
2: that's where they brought that's out where a tree You hadn't got, got a cocktail or went no, to take know, a Yes. You know what I did? They brought out this tree, and it was covered in snow, and they yeah. turned like a wind machine. Oh, uh, right? that's cool. Yeah, you know what I did? I
1: sat down. Oh, come I on. I didn't know the song. Have fun. I yeah, needed what is a break. That? Okay, let me ask you. If, I'm lem- having lem- knee lem- surgery in certain- a couple of weeks. You want me to stand out here and shake my ass? Let me ask you some songs that I would go crazy over if I. That they were probably really good. Living on the Edge, I think, is a great Living on song. the
2: Edge went way too long. They did, like, an extended cut. Uh-huh. How many Times are you gonna just say, you know, you can't help yourself enough? (laughs) All right, that that was like a seven-minute deal.
1: What about loving an elevator?
2: that was excellent. That's good. Uh, man. And Steven Tyler was more into that track than other tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think that's the one he simulated sex with the water bottle. That's right. I'm Luckily, sure the water splash only went about four rows deep, and we were seven. <laughs> I really don't need a, a, you know a two liter of water uh, splooged all oh. over the place. I'm not
1: at a concert to get wet. What is this, a Gallagher show? Now here's the one, the one before the, in the encore before the very last song, "Walk This Way," is a very rare song I love. Chip Away the Stone. That's a good one. Probably blocked that one out. Don't remember it.
2: I'm not sure that Joey Kramer remembers it either. Oh. No, that one. No,
1: you know, the one that
2: brought it down is they did a, the first of the encore. They wheeled out a piano. In t- you know, that's the other thing I, is amazing. These set hands, the guys and, and women who are out there who put these sets together, all of a sudden the room goes dead black.
1: And within mm-hmm. five seconds, you can't see four thing. feet
2: in front of your face, but I'll be good goddamn. There's a huge fucking piano and Steven <laughs> Tyler dressed like the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> there it is. They got it down
1: clockwork.
2: That's
0: unreal. But they get paid a lot. Those stagehands, they're unionized and they get paid a ton. You have to use them. It was They know what they're doing. It was
2: killer. No, dream on. Steven Tyler sang. He did a hell of a good job with it. Is there any pyro? There uh, There was smoke. There was a lot of lasers. (laughs) Um, I don't remember any fire.
1: Oh, come on. Well, listen now. They
2: were never known for that. Look how much hair was on stage. You can't do that. (laughs) No, the set was amazing. I think the venue, it's, um, what is it, Park Park MGM Theater, whatever it is, that's where they are. Yeah, you want to know who's coming in next there for a residency? And it makes total sense because Lady needs a hit. Lady Gaga (laughs) this fall. (laughs) Whoa! Now, do you know... Well, it's been about 10 years since you released yeah, a song anybody that, cared about. that's true. And nobody gives a shit about you playing a piano with Bradley Cooper in a movie. That yeah. don't help the music catalog. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you imagine what those shows are going to cost? Man, her fans are nutcases.
0: Yeah, they are. I mean, hey, they, they'll die
2: yeah. for
3: her. Mm-hmm. Especially in a uh,
2: intimate venue like oh, that. Oh, if Lady Gaga wrote a song called Throw Yourself Off a Bridge, please, there, 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 it'd be, it'd be a, uh, an epidemic. Her <laughs> fans, buy tickets now. Her fans love her. Yeah, they These do. shows, what I have learned... It's it, it. They are money making machines. Oh yeah. It is. It goes so far beyond anything I ever imagined. And look, they did a great job entertaining. I don't think they screwed you out of 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 length of time. Right. Like I I didn't leave going oh that was
1: a short performance. They played the better part of two hours. And this this would have been cool for Aerosmith to do. What Lady Gaga is actually doing is she's doing two separate shows. One is like the full blown odyssey pop hits lights all crazy and then she has one called jazz and piano where she performs stripped down versions of her songs alongside like a jazz quartet
2: oh like she did something. with tony bennett or whatever yeah
1: you you leave his name out of your mouth ah uh, tony bennett's a legend <laughs> no i yeah. wasn't saying anything bad he about it he was just He's great. here in detroit he, was? he just played the fox a couple months back oh. mike would rather go see that than aerosmith <laughs> If you're giving me the choice Might between be the two,
2: I'm not going to lie to you. The answer is
1: yes. <laughs> you want to go see Michael Bublé? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, please. He, he's fake. He ain't real. Yeah, I, I
2: mean, well, he's real, but he sings like I, all his songs are no good. You know what? You know what's good by Michael Bublé? He sings songs other people wrote. Yes,
1: that's what he does well. Yes, but that's a
2: good thing that you know.
1: Yeah, like people would rather hear that than his own songs. So I. I no,
2: Respect but I, I'm that. telling you, I would encourage, I, like, go, do, like, Sully, you got dragged to a Gaga show before, didn't you? Uh,
3: it was Britney Spears in Vegas. Okay. Yeah.
2: Mm. Well, close enough. Same thing. Yeah,
3: same type of thing. <laughs> how, well, how was that? It was, I, I didn't, I wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it basically, it's nowhere near what you described besides the, the cash grab part of it, which I could totally see. But, I mean, she just, she went through the motions. She just <laughs> kind of, same old show you do every night. It doesn't well, sound anywhere near as... Uh, uh, Aerosmith
1: actually gave
3: a shit. Yeah, I, I like, really like you respected. It. You go
2: to a concert. You wanna, no, they're you professionals. Like cares.
1: They're professionals. They they go out every night like it's. I think you know, the depressing part of it is when you like they um what was it uh was it
2: crying or crazy or living on the one one, yeah, one, one of those crying. songs whatever one Alicia Silverstone was in the music
1: video crying is the one. They All play. right, so
2: they they had like really well produced video audios like. Mashups, yeah. So like they're playing pieces of that video while they're doing their thing. The only part that's depressing, seeing a band like Aerosmith, it just made me and my wife feel old. <laughs> like I remember being like thirteen when that song was out, and and uh, I'm not even some huge fan, but like uh, here Sully's about to space out here because he's like, "What do you mean you watch music videos?" <laughs> but like as a kid, MTV was a was yeah. the second most popular channel on my television besides like. MSG or sports
1: yeah. channel, but like Aerosmith was a huge deal. Dude, that video that had Alicia Silverstone in it and Liv Tyler. Oh, where they go? The by amazing a, one. They, they break a bunch
2: of shit and they're getting yeah. tattoos and jumping off bridges with little bungee cords and all that. Oh, Is that the so one? Good, yes. Yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, they had that up on the board. Mm. But no, I, I. Are you all right
1: over there? I'm just thinking about it right now.
2: Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> right. relax. Take it you easy. need a moment over there, <laughs> Take it easy.
1: But Let's look that up. No. I, I want
2: I, I just you asked me for a fair review, I would tell you this. Yeah, sounds awesome. As someone who's not an Aerosmith fan, I don't care about them. Did I still leave feeling like, you know what? This was a cool two hours. This was exciting. Yes, it's all like I I was thrilled for my wife. Like, it was an experience. Well, yeah, and I wanted to, I this was her thing. She loved it. I mean, please. She knows every line item. I told her, you want to leave me for Steven Tyler? Go for it. I won't even fight him. <laughs> oh man. He looks great up yeah. there. <laughs> David, he doesn't have old man tits.
0: That's weird, man. He, like, how does he, does he need, not you know, have that? You know
2: how like old men when they're e- even when they're super old and super thin,
0: yes. they still
2: have a little old man booby?
0: Yes. Like a little movie. How does he not have
2: Steven that? Steven Tyler takes his shirt off. He's tight. He's paid for that. He's tight. He's clearly paid for yeah, that. But what what, is, yeah, he, what right. is he? Held together by Staples? Uh, probably? No. No. If she, yeah. I mean, if she was a real shirt. fan, she
1: would leave you for Brad Whitford.
2: <laughs> listen, she, as long as she didn't leave me for Joey Kramer, I wouldn't <laughs> say shit. The guy can't move. <laughs> Looks like a grandfather. Right.
1: What's he going to do for her on a
2: Saturday night? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least Steven Tyler, he'd take good care of her. I mean, be, I, well, I'm listen, sure he uh, would. I, I just, listen, overall, I would encourage people to do it. I never thought I would enjoy a. Uh, you know, one of those big budget Vegas residency deals. I'm not a live music guy. I gave up going to concerts years ago.
1: Really, a, a
2: well put together.
1: And operation. I always say this. I hate to say it, but it is the truth. You know, whether it's Aerosmith or Bob Seeger, he just did like 12 nights here, or whatever. You better do it now because I hate to be the the How negative guy Seger? in the room, but there's not much
3: time left.
1: How if you know what is I mean. Seger? Uh he's got to be he's got to be in his early 70s. So he's right in that Steven Tyler range.
3: This is last tour though.
1: That's what he's saying, what but he everybody says, every says time, that, yeah. you know
2: what I mean? Is there a death pool on these guys like in Vegas? Can you bet the next big rock star to go? I I'm I, sure worked, you
1: I saw Kiss on the Farewell Tour. You know what year that was? 2000. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> and that well listen, I guess it's just point proven. As long as there's demand, they'll they'll keep cranking out the product. But yeah, for Aerosmith, I would say there ain't no way they're doing more of these shows with that drummer. I hope he's okay. I don't know shit about Joey Kramer. I, I was just kind of in shock that they would put him on stage because he he he
1: every, to, to, to be a rock and roll drummer at that age no, and, and, and playing right. a two hour set, I workout. Why don't I mean, they just hire somebody
2: why don't they just hire somebody younger?
1: Well, because it's not the same then. You what, know they I got mean? a younger saxophone guy out there? Yeah, but... They got a younger guy playing the keyboard. Nobody complained. Then you start turning into, like, you know, like some of these Motown acts, like Temptations or something. Leave them like, alone. <laughs> We're like, there's one original member and all the other guys are in their early 20s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that Boys to Men? No, it's the Four Tops.
0: <laughs> I, and
2: I know the, the, the current lead singer there.
1: By the way, good
2: point to stop at. You ready for this? Yeah. How about Boys to Men does a nightly show at the Mirage I knew oh, that that would have been good got everybody how about in that Vegas. I knew they, that but how they only have two songs
0: no, no they, they don't probably, they end probably, of the road. they could do ten one you know. um crap I I'll can't make, make love to you yes. two there's water, the two
1: one, water runs
0: dry there you go never heard it on bended knee there you go three Motown Philly mm-hmm. four what is it a ten minute show no they got plenty of songs they what's the song with Mariah Carey? Bop bop thanks for
2: coming out tonight. Oh my God! Goulet, <laughs> <laughs> like a what?
1: Yeah, maybe it's just like a twenty-minute show. Mama,
2: yeah, no, it's they like got the, Mama. It's oh, like yeah, the Will
1: Ferrell skit. Coconut bangers, ball.
2: Skibbity up, Bob,
1: dude. Yeah, when he was Neil, uh, when he was uh, Neil Diamond, right? Oh, Robert Goulet. Oh yeah, Goulet too. You always do. I just I don't know boys to Men, that's going to be a
2: short show but all right there's your review are you okay I took it serious I, I'm 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 I wasn't making fun of it actually really good are no, you satisfied I lo- yeah, with I love my that You had
1: a you had a good time and then it was wasn't torturous for you that's, no. that's very nice well, wasn't anything I'd do again but I- <laughs> listen it was it Come needed on. that listen it was for my wife she loved
2: it and it wasn't torturous. Plus, she didn't try to drag me through the memorabilia tent, so we're good. Oh,
1: That would have been great.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, hey, here's a strand of Steven Tyler's uh, ball hair uh, yeah. $400. Yeah. No, no, it
1: wouldn't have been great.
2: <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. As always, subscribe, review, rate, do whatever you want to do. I also love it when people write reviews that make no sense, so please keep doing it. We don't give a damn. Uh, Apple Pods. Whatever. Else. What the hell else are we on in here, fellas? Whatever it is. Uh, radio.com. Oh, yeah. Radio.com. That Apple thing. iTunes. There you go. Very polished. And listen next week on Always Aggravate.